adding? Oh, I'm like looking at, the, <laughs> I'm looking at our converter. Like, wait, is everything the way the it's lights are to be? on? It is. It is. It's the blinking. bills are paid. It's blinking the right way. That's right. They, they're blinking the right way. <laughs> well, I'm Jay. I'm also halfway through my second double this week. Okay. So yeah. So not There's as advanced that. as last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not on AP level. You're on honors. No, no. This is like just like last week. Oh. Well, I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, the <laughs> podcast that makes you go, hmm. <laughs> Here we are. Yes, we have another that. episode live and in <laughs> full effect. Uh, before we get started, we want to remind you a few things. So rate, review and subscribe to our podcast on all streaming services. You can find us at He Said, He Said Pod. That is He Said, He Said Pod on social media. That is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the things that you use uh, and also on streaming services. So be sure if you are on them, subscribe to us and Send us a review. We love we love hearing your thoughts. And don't forget to tell Good, a bad, friend. Good, bad, and ugly. Tell a friend to tell a friend because like that's super important. Or tell two friends. I mean, all the friends. And also, we want to thank everyone who came out in support. Or even if you didn't come out, but you also shared our latest installment in Shuffle and Repeat Party, which happened the day before Thanksgiving. It was a moment. It was a mood. It was all the things. Um, so we just want to thank everyone who came out, everyone who supported Again, this is why telling a friend to tell a friend is so important because the more people we get to listen to the pod, the more people who will be aware of the fun things that we're mm-hmm. doing around town, like shuffle and repeat. And then it just becomes more of a moment. And so, thank you to the DJs, um, so for, Moni and yes. Stas. They yes. created the mood, 90s, 2000s, all yes, night. Yes, it was everything. Um, it was definitely a moment. And you know it's a good night when the DJ is on the stage twerking. So shout <laughs> out to that. Uh, also, if you are interested in something more of a moment, Ray is turning the big four oh yes 40 you do not have to tell my business and, well it's in the invite bitch so I mean, it is december 14th we're having the party at gold bar <laughs> follow our instagram yes. rcp using the link in bio because shit's about to get real yes. uh, he, and he will now be a certified old person i was about what to say are you, what are you trying to say i'm gonna get like aarp or AARP. Some shit? that's not time yet bitch i got another decade before <laughs> aarp okay thank you very much but You're it blessed. is branded as ray's royal affair it's gonna be a moment if you love music the way we love music you're gonna hear all of your faves going all the way back to 19 so it's gonna be so <laughs> fun so please 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 come out help me celebrate help us celebrate because you know you know how we party it is always fun so please come mm-hmm. out all right so without further ado we do have a very special guest this week we love guests yes and this week we have Tori yes live in our living room this is cousin everybody yes yes, yes. 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 family affair yes. ever since on the run too yes <laughs> which we was a moment instantly we, became cousins we became cousins because yes. we just knew too many of the same things and people we were like wait we're cousins exactly <laughs> and we love creatives we love creatives um in general but especially creatives who are here in the seattle area so tori tell our people a little bit more about what you do what you're into um so that they'll know so i am an artist i paint and um i like to put on events in seattle Mm -hmm. which i you guys got to experience this yeah so i started off um doing the feels that was my first like art showcase ever And And the feels is amazing because it's like it's something that you put on what really drew us to it even more so that we knew you was Mm -hmm. the give back component like that Mm -hmm. really is like 
giving back to the community is really important. And I yeah. think that that was a really fun, fun touch. Um, yeah. Thank you. To For something sure. that is really fun to go yeah. to. It feels like Art Basel, but just like here. In yeah. Um, I just, it's like grown and changed in good ways so mm. much over the last like few years. Like the first one was kind of just like a personal goal. Like, hey, I just moved back. I was lost. Yeah lost and sad when I moved back to Seattle from graduating I was like I'm just gonna I want to do an art show but okay. no one's asked me to do one so I'm gonna do this my is, own yeah I love that <laughs> yes I'm not gonna love wait that. to be invited to yeah. sit at someone else's table I'm gonna build a new table yeah so I like then that. I just like asked like a couple other of my friends that were that are artists as well and then it ended up being this really cool event and so good shit just kind of got popping yes. oh it is definitely poppin'. yeah <laughs> so it's great we um have i expanded and yeah. i have a business partner now None zach and he's you are glowing up trying <laughs> he tries to no. keep me in check yeah that's not, why yeah. i needed him to be on this team with me because he's like <laughs> very like business get your shit done yeah. Yeah. come on okay. like i mean like sometimes it's like feel like he's my dad sometimes yes, i'd be I like scared that. to post that i'm going out on a friday night because i know i'm gonna get a message like bitch get your ass at yes, home and start working that. also i also have like i i love your parent like your dad oh, your dad's hilarious like when we met him at the fields and then just you and your sister posting about your dad it's just always it's he warms my heart acts like he does not love to be put on the spot <laughs> and he secretly like loves it like i think he wants to be a celebrity like for he sure does. he could be he me could and, be me and casey always try to tell him like you could totally make an account and people would <laughs> fucking go crazy and he's like no because he, he's like he works in the school district so yeah. like a lot of his students come up uh, and like nice. they're like so yes. like starstruck by Casey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he used to. They think it's like the funniest thing, that's and so he funny. thinks it's so cool. So <laughs> no, that, that is great. So yeah. So let us. You know, well, not let us know because we. You know, have we'll our be ear to the street. To we street. will know what's going to be happening with the fields, and we will yeah. definitely let everyone know when that's happening and yes. how they can support. Yes. Um. But I guess with that, we will move on to love it or shade it and mm -hmm. we will let jay start this week because he has a really good love it so i have a love it i had a different i had a shade it prior to seeing this movie but queen and slim came out on wednesday and if you do not know what queen and slim is you must be living under a rock um uh it is just an amazing body of work by isa isa clearly she's on my mind <laughs> lena waif which i have isa in my notes which you'll know why in a minute Lena Waithe, who, if you don't know who she is, she was um, became famous for being on The Master of None. Um, she White Master of None? That was the show? Yeah. yeah. She was a, she I wrote, think she was like a writer on the show. Yeah, and, and she also she was became, on the show. And yeah. she wrote Thanksgiving, which won an award, an Emmy, right? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Wait. I, I don't remember if it was an Emmy. Well, she won, she might won have been a, a Golden Globe. I think she won an Emmy. <laughs> uh, anywho, but she won that for her writing. Um, and then so shortly after that, she was developing a story which turned into Queen and Slim. Um, we saw it last night, and it was by far one of... I, I feel like I, I left... I haven't had an impact to me personally. Like okay, if I can talk today. I haven't left a movie and felt like really emotionally connected to the story mm -hmm. since... Um, Moonlight. Okay. So this was a movie that when you left, you 
many people were leaving and weren't talking. No, it's very Because there's a lot of things you're trying to unpack, you know, yeah. and not to give away anything. It's just the, the last 15, 20 minutes, it's a lot to really absorb. And true. you're going through your mind of like recounting everything. So shout out to Lena. Shout out to Melina, who this is her first director. Director, director, oh my god, director debut. I really, maybe this liquor is maybe getting drink to a me. More. <laughs> yeah. Um, also shot, and I, one big takeaway from me was also just the costumes. It felt yeah. it was really connected to the story and mm-hmm. just seeing the progression of the characters and what they were wearing to what they began to wear. There's Shiona is amazing. She used to be an editor at W Magazine, but she also is really good friends with Solange. You've seen her work in Formation. So did Shiona style the movie? Shiona was the costume director. Okay. So shout out to everyone involved. Yeah. Um, you know, Jody Smith-Turner is the place queen. She, this is her first feature film as the main character, and she was amazing. Fun fact, so I was reading an interview with Melina, and she was on location. They actually shot wherever they were. The story was mm-hmm. whatever they shot. State so whether it was in Ohio, mm-hmm. where they where it starts, or whether it was Miami, Kentucky, or Kentucky, they shot in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So she was going to the location. So when she was in Ohio, she said that they were in St. Clair Superior, Ohio, which is a black neighborhood on the northern border of Cleveland. And during a half an hour. Melina saw six drivers get pulled over by the police, all of which were of color. Wow. A half an hour. So it just was really important. It's a really important film to support, uh, a really important film to see. Uh, And also shout out to the last person who I just discovered was Carmen Cuba. Mm -hmm. Carmen Cuba was the casting director. And I'm shouting her out because everyone that was casted in this film was casted beautifully. So Mm -hmm. go see it. It's bomb.com. And a couple of surprises with the casting that I will not reveal, but which some people like you may not even may not even realize these people who are in the movie where I was like, oh, I what is he doing in this? But I agree. So usually I would punt to our guest right now, but because my love it <laughs> is the, the same, same this week. <laughs> yes. And I'm gonna keep this brief because you said a lot of the same things that um you know I was thinking after seeing this film. But the one thing that I will say about it is um that I think it's very important for people of all backgrounds mm-hmm. to see this movie. I yeah. do not I think that a lot of times with films if it gets branded or categorized as a black film that um other races or other people, other backgrounds may not think, oh, well, this is not for me. This is you know, clearly for people who are black. And it's like, that's not what this is about. At all. This is really um, a moment for all of us to consume this art and then come away and discuss what we are taking away from it. Mm-hmm. Because there is so much to unpack with this And the film. intentional story. So like why it's when I say intentional, meaning like what characters are a part of what part of the, like what characters are part of each part of the story. So mm-hmm. like knowing that this person is part of this part of the story versus that person. And then the ending and it's like, Oh my gosh, like yeah. go see this shit. It's this very, shit is- it's very, um, you know, for me and in my opinion, obviously can't speak for anyone else, but it was very well done and it was very impactful and profound. And I do feel like to your point when it's over, when it finally was over, because there are a couple of times where you're like, oh, wait, what was that at the end? But then it wasn't. And then it's like you get to the actual end and you're just kind of like, oh, shit. 
I don't even know how to feel at this moment. And I feel you're like just you guys are not giving away any hints at all. And it's making me more excited. Like I'm trying not to be on my phone right now. And I want to text Casey and be like, hey, let's go see Grand Slam You should tonight. totally go see it. You Anyone who hasn't seen it, it made $11 million since Wednesday, which is the day there it came was com- out. There was conflicting reports about what the budget was. Yeah. Uh, anywhere between 10 and $20 million. Um, but Which even if you've made let's say at the high end of the budget, even if you've made half your budget from yeah. the first weekend, that is a win. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, I concur, go see it. Um, and with that, I'm not going to belabor the point anymore. Um, but Tori, do you have a love it or shade it for this uh, week? <laughs> I, I don't even want to say my love it. Your guys was so <laughs> like not. good. No, no, because usually mine is so corny and stupid no, I, compared so to good. that. We we had the same love it, so it's good to have a different perspective. Yes. Okay, this is gonna be so stupid, but no I just thing. got the new iPhone. Okay. Oh, I love I love <laughs> that. How is it? The eleven, right? Tell me more. Yes. <laughs> Portrait mode's I bomb. I've heard. <laughs> I feel rich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like I really I really I want one. It. Uh, I, really I do, do too. We we made we made a decision. We're gonna wait because we do have the ten. Yes. Um. So we were gonna wait until because this one. And hey, you, hi. I had a home button still, so yeah, I don't right. even want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you 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 really. I don't mind saying graduated. it now because <laughs> now said, I don't. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was that. telling my friends last night. I was That's like, funny. um, it's. Like because I didn't I don't really care about that kind of stuff. Okay. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Okay. But it was to the point either, where like my phone was really starting to give out and I was starting to get clowned <laughs> a lot when I would go out and I shit mean, what, to what, the point. What version did you have? Let's... I have the eight plus, which okay, is not, so not terrible. No, not it definitely was two generations ago. <laughs> but it was, I don't know. I just wasn't pressed to get a new phone. Yeah. Like, it was your second yeah. cousin. Now this yeah, is your first cousin. This is. And so I finally was like, my shit's not starting to work. I don't want to pull my phone out yeah. anymore. Because yes. Yes. <sighs> that is, that's valid. Yeah. <laughs> there is some, there is but some shame when you pull out a phone. It and is. It's not the new. I was like I hiding mean, it a little. And now I'm like, who? I low key I'm though. rich. Who want to see? <laughs> I've heard that the camera is amazing. It's yes. elite, guys. Uh, and I need it. I need it like is. that part of it, like the the night cam and. I think I low key though. Like I've been thinking about this recently. I low key think I want the razor first oh, generation. I'm so like I love the new ver- it version. Cool. I, I'm really curious to see how it shows up in yeah. person. But I low key think I want like. The the two thousands version just to give it a nostalgic throwback. So you want a sidekick too? Yeah. Oh fuck, like, sidekick! Yeah. I'm here for that. I was like, that sidekick needs to come. That's out. That's not gonna do but any of the key, things you what need. What needs to come out is Nokia. Remember the Nokia's? Yeah, and like yeah but the, that's not gonna do any of the things that you need in 2019. All right, well, or 2020. <laughs> there's my opinion. Fifteen hundred dollars for the new razor. That's fucking you ridiculous. Get it. <laughs> Hopefully they got payment plans. Oh, well, now now I have, like, phone envy. I want to feel rich. Well, listen. <laughs> okay, at least you guys don't have a home button. That That's is very true. true. We that don't. is so true. So- Casey, the other day, was like, Tori, don't feel bad. This is before I got this phone. She's like, look, Kim K still has an iPhone 8 because she I saw the camera. That. And I was like, um, yes. she probably just has that one in her bathroom. Like, her bathroom yeah, selfie. That's her ba- yeah. She has like six phones. That yeah. These are signed oh, wow. into her Instagram so that she can do this. That's a really good point, And it's probably true. Yeah. Like, well, we're going to slide right yes. into Unfiltered and Unbothered. Ray, you are up first. For oh, an I update. am. Yeah. So we have a couple of updates this week. Um. Tori, to let you know, we talked last week about yeah. um, America's Got Talent. 
they fired a Gabrielle Union yes. and Julianne like, Huff as Gabrielle hosts. Gabrielle Union is like my, one of my favorite people. Well, not only that, Gabrielle Union and Julianne Huff were apparently also um, very big draws to the show, especially social in media. a social media space, mm-hmm. which is why, um, you know, after their firings, it kind of came out there where, where it was like, well, why are you letting them go? Because like, yeah. they're obviously very big and bringing younger viewers to yeah. the show, even though the show actually lost viewership totally I believe that in the 18 to 49 demographic, which is the big demographic for the advertisers, Mm -hmm. um, it actually had a pretty big audience. So in the aftermath of this, we talked last week about how um, the allegation is that um, they were fired and more specifically Gabrielle was fired because she had voiced concerns about some inappropriate um, or insensitive racial things that were happening behind the scenes. Not just like one thing. It was like, I actually read today that, there was issues with Simon smoking um, a oh, cigarette I didn't, I didn't inside a room that they all were in. And he smokes. Gabrielle apparently has like allergic, has a severe allergic reaction to smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Cal smokes cigarettes. Apparently, I mean, I don't <laughs> judge. Surprising. Yeah, Actually, yeah. that's <laughs> not really. That's not really okay. Touché. Then also, obviously, we mentioned last week with Jay Leno and his inappropriate comments uh, about a painting on the wall. Uh, and then also there was some comments made about her hairstyles being, being too, too black. ethnic mm-hmm. or too black. Too black is what I remember. Um, so sh- there's like lots of lots of media is picking this up, as Ray said. Well, the crazy thing is that after this, um, a lot of celebrities are coming to yeah, her defense. Ellen Pompeo came through. Which, is that her name? That's expected. Yes. Ellen Pompeo. She's woke. She goes She's woke. She goes Love on her, her Instagram and she'd be like, listen, let right. me tell you about it. And she will <laughs> at bitches low key. Yes. She says, my husband is black. So I'm going to tell you that first. And then second <laughs> of all, let me tell you about yourself. So she came well, out. She sounds like me. <laughs> She does. I actually, that's fair. Ellen is my auntie. That is fair. What she said, and I'm going to give her a quote because I actually like, really like Ellen Pompeo. She said, workplace cultures will continue to be toxic until there is unity and solidarity among all women. Mm-hmm. If you go for self in these moments, you undermine the work we are out here trying to do. Mm. Obviously, this network, which is NBC, feels like they can operate like this and it's okay. I support Gabrielle Union's commitment to speaking up to injustice. It takes courage. So that's an expected place for support to come from because Ellen Pompeo, she's got her ear to these streets yes. where she's Ariana like, Grande she's like, out. listen, but no, no, there's an unlikely oh, tell place. Tell me who. Julian Castro. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Is, <laughs> who the fuck is Who is this? As much as I watch CNN. Tell me about oh the president the not running the for president. president he's running for president oh, okay yes. I'm here so Julian Castro who's <laughs> running for those president <laughs> he said corporate America tells employees and consumers That's not surprising they take racism and sexism seriously but often the person reporting the problem is hurt by management kudos to Gabrielle Union for having the courage to speak out still waiting for answers from NBC. I mean, is that surprising? He's running for president. Of course, he's trying to get. In I don't think lines. any of the West, rest of them weighed in at all because he's probably the, he one has, of the lowest. He has somebody on his team who was like, "This is you trending. Should, you should do this it. is you trending. You, you right have now. to say something." Send, 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 send. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And you know who's real quiet during this moment? Who? Simon Cow. Oh, yeah. I tried to Didn't find. Didn't he just? No, his company came out. Oh. He doesn't have, he, as of today. But he doesn't have social media. His company said came out and said we are working with Miss Union through her representatives to hear more about her concerns, following which we will take whatever next steps may be appropriate. That was part of the statement. 
Simon Cowell always was sus. I feel like he oh, is just someone. I mean, anyone that wears their shirt five buttons unbuttoned on <laughs> national television <laughs> with all of their taco meat out yes. makes me feel. That's what I call hair on the chest taco meat and boots with lifts in them. Like you can tell it. Just like I have lots of questions. <laughs> but another update that we have lots of questions around. No, but wait. Oh, so, wait. You have more updates. No, because um, we didn't give Gabrielle's. Because she actually oh, finally yeah, she commented. Just did, like a day or she two commented, ago. yeah, like I think on Thanksgiving, I want to say. Um, and she actually never addressed this head on. But what she said, and I believe this was um, probably on Twitter so many tears, so much gratitude. Thank you. Just when you feel lost, adrift, alone, you got me up off the ground, humbled and thankful yes. forever. So the interesting thing for me about that tweet, though, is that. To a certain extent, and this may be an unpopular opinion, but to a certain extent, I almost feel like she is very aware of, um, I don't want to call it a game, but of this dance that you need to do with these large companies so that yeah. you don't burn bridges. Oh, she's Because it's like she's aware. not being like... But that's why it said her team, that's right. why in the statement from Simon's Cows... Um, they're working company, with her representative. Her representative. Yeah. She's like, listen, I am a grown ass bitch. I'm gonna slide back in Miami with yeah. my man and all my child and all my stepchildren, and I'm gonna live my whole black life. I don't care about what's going on. My team will rep- will represent me. But that's not what I'm saying. Because what, what saying? I'm saying is that I feel like she, and this may sound cynical to people, but I don't see it as being cynical. I see it as being smart. Oh, I think it's smart, whatever I, you're going to say. I said, <laughs> you're, you're educated. That's smart of you. That's my husband. <laughs> but you're also a pet. So go ahead. Go ahead. But what the way I see it is that she understands that um, she's in Hollywood and that to a certain degree, even when things like this happen, there's a game that you oh, it play. Is. And it's like, because when you think about it, even though she's not coming back to America's Got Talent, yeah. she could actually turn this into some other type of a deal yeah. with NBC. To get a show. Which makes sense because she's letting other people do the bashing of NBC for Mm -hmm. her where she's not actually coming out and doing that. So I'm like, you know what, bitch? Play that long game. Yeah. I see you. I see it. Be unbothered. She said, I said, bird. That's what she said. It's cold in here. That's what she said. There must be some Toros in the atmosphere. Speaking of Toros. So another update we have is Jocelyn Savage reported last week. Jocelyn Savage allegedly last week we said had started a Patreon to talk about her experience with Robert Kelly. Well, it has most. The update here is the Patreon is no longer live. It is no Wait, longer. I thought um, there was something going on. Like her family was saying it was fake or something. Well, here's this. Oh, it's tea. juicier than that. Oh, really. here's the tea I found. <laughs> is the Atlanta blogger Tasha? She also has a YouTube channel. She came out Tasha and K. said Tasha K. And mm-hmm. she said that her parents, Joycelyn's parents, are behind the account, and that she claims she has audio recording of Joycelyn's father taking to R. Kelly's team. Talking to R. Kelly's team, saying that Kelly can have his daughter. Allegedly. Allegedly. Because you ain't going <laughs> to sue us in these streets. <laughs> Joycelyn's folks want Tasha to take down all the posts containing this alleged statements. And they're paying for their... And they want her to pay for their attorney. And if she doesn't um, take it down, the lawsuit will be coming. So, Gre- Gerald Griggs, who is the Savage's attorney, says that Tasha's statements are defamation... And they depict our client, the, his clients, in an engaging and oh gosh, depicts his clients as engaging in fraudulent activity that violates civil and criminal law. So, yes, yeah, so update I mean, there is whoever made this account was in here recounting 
some foolishness that allegedly was not true. Mm-hmm. And allegedly. then now Tasha, whatever her name is, she's in these streets saying that it's the parents. I don't know who it was, but what I do know is that I have questions because where is Joycelyn? Right. And that is kind of like the question because we talked about this last week as well, where um, for anybody who doesn't know Joycelyn Savage, she was one of the girlfriends, girlfriends, I say with quotes of Robert Kelly. Um, she was one of the ones who was interviewed by Gail, like whenever yes. that was months ago feels like 10 years ago um but she someone claiming to be her started this patreon saying they were going to be giving all this spilling all this tea about what actually happened well patreon actually has been trying to get in touch with this person to prove the identity but didn't she post something like on her personal instagram she posted things on instagram she did post things on instagram so the question would be, why was she unable to prove her identity when Patreon reached out Because you know why? Robert's team probably has this motherfucking email, and they didn't um, verify. Because I low-key think, I'm, I said last week, and I'll say it again, I think that Robert had something to do with this. He is controlling I remember you saying that last the week. income and what she was making, so he can put it on his book, so he can get that good um, Snickers in, what is it called, when, you were, when you're in jail? You go to get things? The commissary. That's what he's going. He's going there. <laughs> he's going there to get the Snickers and some Fritos and a good Sprite. Tori and I are like, you don't know what that is. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what it was called. I but knew what it was, so the clearly. account, the Patreon account, uh, uh, reportedly made a significant amount of money. Um, TMZ is being told that more than eighteen hundred users paid membership, including fees, Wendy Williams, anywhere from three to twenty five dollars. But Patreon has now confirmed that this account has been removed because, again, after multiple unsuccessful attempts to verify the identity of the account holder, they were not able to get Mm. the proof that they needed. So they shut it down and they refunded everyone their money. Not a refund. So they got tea and Mm. they got a refund, which is so crazy to me. I'm just like this. If you wouldn't think that this story could get even messier than it already is. I thought like him going to jail was. Like the beginning of the yeah, end. Yeah, like I don't know. I just want to. I really not. when is his, I, what I need to know, and I had a hard time finding is when is Robert's next? Um, oh, I don't court know. case being held because I just want him to be in the jail for forever. in the jail for good <laughs> under the and jail. Honestly, fuck any. I can cast on. Of yeah, course okay. you can. Fuck <laughs> anyone who plays R. Kelly. Music. Oh, I don't care God, if it's one of his best hits, greatest hits of all time. I know. Don't play that shit. And I club. also have a really difficult time when it's songs that he produces or writes. Yeah. Yes. So it really requires the DJs to Do be really research. in tune yeah. about what he was involved in like anything yep. b2k yep. anything right. Aliyah, yep. AJ, none, none, but a number of all you gotta album. do is go to um, wikipedia please don't play that shit in the <laughs> yes. club no more uh, because I love you it makes me that. mad that's like every party we ever have it's always our the top of our do not playlist is robert yes. kelly i s- do not do it we don't Fuck want robert. it somebody was playing it kind of i feel like i remember it in my foggy brain one night i was drunk <laughs> um and i like turn a case i was like Ugh, why are why why Ugh. and like judging every single person da- in know, here who's it's dancing so, it really does fuck up the vibe for like people that are like aware because totally i think a lot of people just aren't aware of like even songs that he was produced or he wrote like we had went to a party and they were playing um an alia song from her first album mm-hmm. 
and we stopped dancing. Mm. It's like, like at first you're like, oh yeah, and then you're like, you're like oh shit, wait, yeah, shit. <laughs> no. It's like Dare caught in the headlights. Or like yeah. bump 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 oh, by D- B2K. <laughs> also, please stand against the wall that was produced <laughs> and written by R. Kelly. So there's just so many songs that you know are you just have to walk away from another person yeah. that needs to walk away. Well, wait, from. no. So that's a perfect segue. What's a what? Um, into because you said B2K. Oh yeah, <laughs> into the ultimate unmitigated champion of shade omarion oh, omarion oh, <laughs> <laughs> low key though armarion has some bops oh armarion oh, he definitely has bops what was that the icebox is that mm, there's an icebox where my heart used to be yes. touch touch is the shit we touch heard touch the it at the party and yes. i was like icebox yes. is good i'm here for it i'm here for armarion i used to be here for him like physically but i oh I, gr- I, I graduated into i, I still you think know, he's cute i would kick him out of the bed he has been looking real good it's, so, it's the abs say. it's the abs and his hair is always really like nicely and he has braided. a good barber too. that's what being unbothered exactly yes. will do for yeah. you it's rejuvenating <laughs> <laughs> well this motherfucker posted on his instagram to rejuvenate everyone's well likability. no so the crazy thing about this story in my opinion is that so omarion took to his socials um and it wasn't even it was either last week or like the week before i think it might have been a week before where he's like you know uh, Millennium Tour 2020. And it was very vague. It was yes. very teaserish. It was very like, be on the lookout for this. So everyone, including B2K, B2K fans, are like, yes, I can't wait for this. The last tour was extremely successful and lucrative for everyone involved. So everyone was just waiting to hear more details about this. So once the actual announcement was made last Tuesday, so the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, the lineup was actually revealed to be Bow Wow as co-headliner with Omarion, Sammy Lloyd, who's returning, the Yin Yang Twins, Come also on. returning, yes. Pretty Ricky returning, and then Soldier Boy. Okay. B2K was nowhere to be found. But can on the we just acknowledge of what <laughs> you said? What, what day did he announce it? Tuesday. And that was Little Fizz's birthday. It was Little Fizz's birthday. And why that is important is because if you don't know, if you haven't been following, Little Fizz is on Hip Hop Hollywood with none other than Omarion's ex, who is April Jones. I don't follow these people. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I mean, I know who Little Fizz is because I know who Little Fizz is too. And I only but... know who April is because she is also the fa- the mother of um, Omarion's both children. Omarion's children. Yes. So that's but, why it's even a headline. But I did not know that either Little Fizz or April um, Jones were on hip hop. Um, Love and hip hop. Little Fizz was on. Little Fizz is on Love. Well, I think he is by extension because oh. she's on there. And apparently, was he so, not on there before though? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. He might have been. He might. I mean, we don't watch <laughs> Love and Hip Hop. We know. <laughs> I mean, I. I mean, let me see while you're talking. I'll and see apparently, it. it's like been a thing. Like the streets are obviously watching because anytime you have a celebrity who has an ex who then is with another celebrity, yeah. especially a celebrity that actually has a connection your to the other friend. celebrity, your friend, your brother, <laughs> yes. your brother oh, in yeah. Fizz is music. on there he's been yeah. on there yeah so it's like that was Ooh, a Tierra big Marie's deal on it too i, I knew no she was i knew she was on was there growing up. but it's like so it was kind of like a i don't want to use the terminology i'll say bros before hoes but not like actually like wanting to say it that way but i feel like that you get what i'm saying where it's like you know it's like girl code where yeah. girl code is you don't date an ex of one of your girlfriends it was just too close exactly Everything i mean not only is it one close. of but not as only is it 
one of his exes is the mother of his, of his children. children. So like, that's, that's like a whole new yeah. that's a new layer territory. Yeah. Like, yeah, like that's just I'm not here. That for does it. make that deeper. And they're also really like five, I think five and three. So they're of that age where like they gonna call little Fizz like stepdaddy. Like it's <laughs> too much. So they've been apparently for the longest time. And when I say they, Fizz and Jones, April Jones, have been kind of saying like, oh, and it's not a big deal. Like whatever. Like we were friends first, and then like it just well, it developed into a thing. Omarion. And Omarion was noticeably quiet and did not really make any comments about any of this until he announced the headliners. And but didn't he come through and kind of like, I think I watched like a little interview clip yes. and he was, went about it in such a like, like, Kind of like it's above me. Yeah, yeah, whatever you decide to do is not really my business because I'm minding my own business and things are good over here. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) Also, like B2K, I feel like Omarion definitely was like, I'll use this, I would say like he was the star of the group. He was the Beyonce of B2K. Like everyone knew him. He was able to establish a career outside of B2K. So people, I feel like, you know, will go see him before they would see like a Little Fizz solo show, right? (laughs) 1,000%. I think like he's able to like build this whole I'm unbothered because he's like, I'm a cash text no matter what. However, I think it's a little shady that like also a little questionable that they came off of the millennial tour, millennium tour, and then now April's with Little Fizz. Like, when when did this happen? Like, when was Omarion involved? And like, was he engaged? Like, saying, "Hey, we're going to be about this life." Like, I think it would be different if they went to him and said, "Hey, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. We would love your support." But I well, feel I like think his what Omar- silence was. Like- but what I also feel like is that um, just from some things I've seen that Omarion has said when I was doing my research. I feel like Omarion almost feels as if they've used this as a part uh, of their storyline for the show. And that they have, that. even if they haven't like mentioned him, like, you know, in name and like overtly said Omarion, like that controversy that was kicked up as yeah. a part of them being Ratings. exes has actually been used for their benefit through the show where he's just kind of like, leave me out of this. Like, yeah. okay, you're happy now, which I did read that she has made some comments where she's saying like, listen, like my relationship with Omarion was not good. He treated me like shit. And so I left and then I found love. Yeah. And, but then the flip side of that is people are like, okay, well find love boo, but it don't have to be a storyline on your yeah. show. So it's that where that I doesn't think, surprise me though, because I don't, I used to watch that show sometimes yeah. when it first came out. Yeah. I don't watch it anymore, but like you could tell that stuff is so scripted. Oh, so, so like it yeah. doesn't even surprise me yeah. if it really was. That's, no, that's true. Me either. So then I have a question for yeah. everyone here, oh which God. is how, how do you, what, Okay, let okay. me let me, let me word this. <laughs> let me word this properly. Yes, because this is always fun. I love when we have a guest because I'm like, okay, yes, good. <laughs> so, what do you think about well, and what I'll call well, the way that I'll refer to it? Even though I said bros before hoes before, I'll say boy and girl code is the way that I'll word mm-hmm. it this okay. time. Which is what is your thinking about someone dating um, someone who is the ex of a friend? It's weird. <laughs> I do think, I, like, I think part of it is, like, what was the relationship of the ex? So, like, was that it just, matter, though? I, why I say that is, was it just, like, hey, I fucked him, and that was it, and we Okay, so that. you mean, like, how but serious if there, was the relationship? But if there was, like, an, in, like, they have fucking children together. Mm-hmm. Like, it yeah. was serious enough okay. that they got in, would have fit in, and That's they fair. had children. So I think the code there is, like, no. Okay. But if it was just, like, oh, I fucked him before, like, okay, whatever, like, 
dick is for everybody like go ahead girl okay jump on it and have you have your time jump on it okay but like there is this like there's respect that like i feel like you have to go to the person that you have a relationship with to have a discussion before you jump on that dick like yeah. there's some question that you have to say like hey like hey i hey i'm gonna let you know like this is what i'm feeling do you support it if you don't then it's up to you to respect the relationship you have with that person that means enough to you to go to them to say to not do it. Now, okay, that's an interesting take. So, we, so you're th- so what you're saying is that, and correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying that as long as you have the blessing of the friend, mm-hmm. then it's fine. But is that regardless of how serious the relationship is, or do you not I, need permission? No, I think, if it wasn't. Serious? I think it, I think it, I think you need permission. Okay, no matter way. how serious. Okay, Tori, I'm so eager to hear what you think. Um, I think. <laughs> it is weird, permission though. is always necessary i think god just like speaking from seattle like there's so many people here that like i'm sure like have all dabbled because in it's thing. such a small yeah city. it's such a small city uh-huh. and that's why like dating hair sucks <laughs> the pool is it's, shallow it's, it's very it's shallow, shallow and it just gets weird and it yeah. gets like territorial and mm. like it's just why yeah like, there, it why? is weird though like it is although even if you got permission right mm-hmm. and we'll use that it's still weird it's still weird <laughs> it because still then weird. it's like when you're looking at them you're like you experience what i experience yeah so like that's weird like it's just weird it's like going to a amusement park and music park and both going on the same roller coaster you know how it is <laughs> yeah you know how what what the right. But ride you know was. what? That's not necessarily true because people change. And if you met, you not saying that the dick changed. I'm saying if you met Joe, if if your friend met Joe Schmo when Joe Schmo was a fuck boy and whatever, what have you, back in the past, he did, he needed to mature, whatever. And then here, after the maturity has happened, and he's different, mm-hmm. and then start dating them, it's not the same. It could be a, know, it could be a different experience. I don't know. I I don't know because <laughs> I I would dare to argue that once a fuck boy, always a fuck boy. I like, don't think that's true. I think period. people can change. <laughs> but, like I think you can evolve, but there always is a piece of you that's yeah. like a little bit of fuck boy, and you have to like you have to like really maybe manage you need some that. serious therapy. <laughs> oh, I fucking love therapy. Therapy, therapy is like, or like a <laughs> a blunt something. Oh my gosh, some, I love therapy too. So I'm not Therapy's even saying good. that in like a crazy way, yeah. but. Like you need somebody to really like tell take you the pieces in your brain apart uh, and put yeah. them back together. No, I agree. Know. I think you need an impartial person um, who's really going to tell you about yourself for one yeah. thing. And then someone who, you know, has some experience with doing that type of work. I would say um, for the question that I asked, yeah. I would say that um, I would just steer clear of dating anyone that a friend has ever dated. I would try to do that like, as much as possible. I would not want to date someone who has dated a friend because I just think it complicates all of the relationships involved in that dynamic. So Okay, but, what are we... Because there's certain levels to it. There's there people that you fucked sure. on yeah. maybe yeah. one time or somebody that you kind of talked uh-huh. to but nothing ever yes. happened. So uh-huh. it's just like... Or someone that you've been in a, like, a committed a relationship. A full-on relationship yeah. with yeah. anything. Honestly, it all gives me a headache. I so mean, it I'm definitely, like, it for sure, is just weird. It, it's good. bizarre. I think 
that therapy will, will help you through this. Anyone going through this, talk through it, figure out what is the right thing to do, but also just having that honest dialogue with the person that means the most to you. And yeah. I would agree, Tori, that like dibbling and dabbling is different than a full-on relationship. With children. Yeah, yeah. This, well, one was I mean, a big, this was a big it's, absolute no yes. in my it, book. That was but a definite absolute no. I would agree. No. <laughs> and I think that another topic that I wanted to talk about about an absolute no is Kim K. So Kim K most recently talked about her downplaying her sexiness and in this interview she talked about various topics around and i think what's interesting about this is it kind of goes back to this whole therapy thing i feel like kanye just need hopefully i pray every night that he is in therapy but kim k in her interview she said i definitely see things that i brought on myself the biggest being the robbery she said that she was flashing her life oversharing her life on social media and that she really enjoyed it. But then she realized that people just had so much view into what she had and what she was doing that it was unhealthy. Then she said that her voice, her husband has voiced multiple times that she's being too sexy and he's uncomfortable with it. This came out, I think most recently on her keeping up with the Kardashians episode Mm. about the Met Gala, where she was Mm. wearing one of her outfits and he said it was too sexy. She said, I listen to him. I understand. But still at the end of the day, he gives me the freedom to do what I want. However, she was trying to make up for looking like a couch that one year. She <laughs> she did. However, <laughs> of most recent, yes, with the gloves. I don't. I, I still have questions how she got into that. She said she cried after that. After all, like the she backlash. Have. No, she shouldn't have. Like, that why outfit do you give was a fuck? horrible, babe. It's like, still I, a look that people are trying to recreate. You see and people it's a showing moment. up on like. Halloween and it's I a moment. This. Well, I mean, anytime someone dresses up you as Halloween in that outfit, I don't know if it's a compliment. <laughs> but but my thing is, uh, if anyone knows that no press is bad press, like if anyone can like actually show demonstrative proof of, no, of like no press being bad press, it's the Kardashians. I just yeah. have so this comment about her underplaying her um, sexiness. We actually talked about it off mic um because wendy williams our good friend <laughs> talked about it on her, her show and i was like well and her and the reason why she's doing this she said is she's now that she's doing this whole white house visits and her you know working on um just, all these things right nba what is it the draft yeah. The, <laughs> did you see that? So then she said, like, she the reason why she's downplaying it is she feels like she can't be in the White House one day and then on Instagram with Chanel Pasties on her on her nipples okay. the next day because it's just weird. So she's like, that's right. why. But then I said to Ray when he was cooking dinner, thanks for dinner, babe. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, is she really doing this because of the White House or is she doing this because of her husband? Uh-huh. And I I firmly believe that Kanye. You know, I don't know him, but I feel like what we know of him, he likes power. He likes to be of control. And I think that him in this newfound, like I I saw a meme sidebar that Kanye acts as if Jesus is out of office and he's stepping in as an interim. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that is perfect. Perfect way to explain the Kanye of now. And I feel like what he's doing is he's kind of imposing this idea that you can't do this because it is not. I don't agree with it. It isn't godly. It isn't godly. Mm -hmm. However, you know, I'm all for a woman expressing their sexuality. I don't think that we should, you know, if a guy is out here thirst trapping, why can't a girl? Like, there should not be these double standards where a woman can't wear pasties one day and be in the office the next day because guys are out here, you know, doing the same exact thing. So why can they not? I think that it's just, I think with the Kanye and Kim thing, I think it's almost a toxic um, 
relationship. But I think there's an interesting piece of this that you're leaving out. Oh, what is that? Which is, so this, the cut interview that she did, mm. she addresses head on the idea that Kanye is having an influence. Wow. Um, and what she says, I have a quote is, I don't know if it's the fact that my husband has voiced that sometimes too sexy is just overkill and he's not comfortable with that. I listen to him and understand him still at the end of the day, he always gives me the freedom to be and do what I want. So in there, there's like this tidbit where it's like clearly what he said to her, at least on some level, had an effect. Yeah. Because if you think about the Kardashians, if you think about Kim Kardashian, you think about what her brand has been previously. Clearly, she's trying to rebrand. We've talked about that on the show before. She wants to be taken more seriously. I mean, this is someone who became famous really because of a sex tape. Um, which is funny to me because that that whole um, thing that you said earlier, the what? quote where she's like, the things I brought on myself, I expected it to be the sex tape. And yeah. then it's like the robbery? Girl, no. That's not what But you know what? Like she mind. was fame adjacent before the sex tape. Adjacent is not for real. But then like she was famous. She was... Yeah. Infamous at first. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't like what? She wasn't anywhere near. We didn't see like, her vagine and areolas when she was This is the adjacent. way I think of it. I think of it in terms of of um, for anyone who was a political watcher, of um, one of the big things in politics is name recognition, mm-hmm. mm. and I think one of the big things just in in fame is name recognition. Yeah. She had much lower name recognition before she was Long Dong Silvered Long than she Dong did Silvered. after she oh was Long Dong gosh. Silvered. Okay, people knew who Ray J was, and that's more because of his sister and his sister being famous. Uh, and then people knew, and who then Ray people J was. knew Ray J, and people knew who she was because yes. they were like, "Well, that is a talent and a gift that she has." She has. I, <laughs> like what, here's story being the woman at the table. Yes. Would you downplay your sexiness, sexiness for yes, a guy? Yes, please, please. Um, I want to hear this. I feel like it's so important as a woman to be able to do the things you want to do. Like women are sexy. Like For sure. why not? But I, I feel like in, I don't really follow or keep up with her anymore oh, after that man. whole like kimono thing. Oh just, yeah. Like, that was, oh yeah. Yeah. A whole nother, I just like just don't not really being pay aware. too much attention <laughs> to her specifically anymore, but I do watch that show sometimes still. And I have heard her speak on her relationship with him mm-hmm. and it more so seems like she kind of is like just doing her own thing. I don't really think it's him to be mm. honest. Like I think she has respect for him. Obviously that's her husband yeah. and I would be the same way. Like if my husband is really voicing concern of certain things i would definitely take it into consideration and be more mindful but if it's in like a controlling manipulative way then like obviously no it's like yeah yeah no that makes total sense and that's a good point that you're making because the thing that went through my head because um even though we're a gay couple not an um you know intergender or whatever oh heterosexual couple okay because <laughs> it would let be. you tell me to tone down my sex <laughs> i'll be like bitch you better eat your fucking dinner <laughs> but that's my thing where it's like i I can see both sides of it. I can see that like she's always been that way. Like she was sexy when he met her. You know what I mean? But then you have to also think, well, okay, that was when he met her. And then things change. The relationship evolves. They get older. They have kids. She's 39. Yeah, but I wouldn't even put it as far as like gender roles here. Like if it was the other way around and he was like some sexy like... 
yeah model that was always having his like, like insta- abs insta- yeah, yeah like instagram insta- person yes yeah, like, <laughs> i was gonna say insta gay but i'm like no because he's no straight, like so that, like he like yeah, there he's, are guys out there that are like they put a towel over their genitalia yeah okay yeah, yeah or like else. out there with their sweatpants on yeah and their yeah. Whole the eggplants yes <laughs> i would like same thing if my girl felt uncomfortable with yeah. it like I would expect you to take her feelings For into consideration sure. and For reevaluate sure. what's like what what's so important to you that you put out there for content versus mm-hmm. like what makes your significant oh like gosh, pick and choose so your A hundred percent. And that's what I was going to say about us, which is that like at thinking of it from the vantage point of being in a marriage, mm-hmm. which is different than if you're dating yeah. someone, um, you have to say, OK, well, she should at least consider it. It's yeah. like not to say that, you know, we get to, to decide what her decision should be mm-hmm. ultimately. But because she's in this serious relationship and her significant other, who is actually her husband, yeah. has voiced this opinion and this um, uncertainty or uneasiness with the way that she is comporting herself online, especially um, that. I would think that I agree with you that it should at least be taken under advisement. But would you please look at this? I'm passing this around because the funny thing about this whole story to me is when I Googled this, the top story comes from Tori. Where did that story come from? (laughs) It's here. The picture of her at the top. Um, The the Christian post. (laughs) (laughs) And and Tori, what is the headline of the Christian post? Kim Kardashian West has her own awakening plans to dress less sexy and i was just oh, like my god you know what you know what well <laughs> I, I think that she just ultimately is saying through that li- <laughs> through that headline they're saying that kim loves god you don't she love does. god what's she wrong does. with you <laughs> all right so this is a great moment <laughs> for us to take a little break yes and we'll be back with more unfiltered and in combined. your ears shaking yes. your ears hey. all right Most of us would agree that the Battle of the Bulge can be a real bitch. So we've decided to partner with HitLab right here in West Seattle. That's high-intensity interval training. It's the workout you've been looking for in a great location with a community feel and warmth some of the fruit-inspired chains simply cannot offer. And if you're wondering where to find them, just find them on the internet at hitlab.com. That's H-I-I-T lablab.com and if you're here in seattle guess what we got you an offer that is seven dollars for one week that's one dollar a day for unlimited classes for you new users that sounds like an awesome deal so we'd love to see you there so we're not the only one sweating out our blowouts in the interest of health and wellness (laughs) now let's get back into the show oh we're back and i'm refilled (laughs) <laughs> what's that song can i get a refill yeah oh Varn- we've done El that Varner. before though coming back yeah from we did a, um break before we so did it's fine. But, but, but you know a sidebar i really love elvarner her new album was not bad <laughs> okay i i you know sidebar wait you didn't like it that. you didn't you know what but anyway. what's the next story babe? Yeah. so <laughs> apparently drake drake you know drake apparently his dad is looking for love and not just anywhere not just like in the real world, 
you know, like going to a bar. <laughs> or on Tinder. <laughs> or on a dating app. <laughs> but he's actually shopping a reality show for him to find love. So for anyone who doesn't know Drake's dad, which um, I don't even know what his name is. No, I feel like people have not like even been reporting well, his I, name. Everything, a couple things that I saw, they called him Elder Graham. No. <laughs> no. I think that's so fucking shady. And I don't see actually the, so every So shady source, and I'm here for it. Drake's father. Um, it's uh, always yeah. his father. Graham. Yeah. They never name him, which is shady and weird to me. But anyway, Dennis. Oh, Dennis, Dennis. is his name. Yes. Dennis Wendy Graham. Williams talked about it. Okay, Dennis, Dennis. Graham. Okay, great. Because I, I like to use names. <laughs> but anyway, Dennis, or who just for a visual for anybody who does not know, he has a centipede mustache. Is, yes, he looks kind of like. Um, uh, Matthew Knowles, but like if Matthew Knowles was dressed as a pimp for Halloween, like like that's the, the visual with with oh. with the centipede. Gonna, it's like half his size. <laughs> yeah, I yes, actually was thinking more man. of like Steve Harvey. For, yes. As a pimp. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, but Steve Harvey already dresses like a pimp because so. Steve Harvey also has a centipede. That's mustache. redundant. So okay, Elder Graham. Okay, so Elder Graham. Apparently, he and TV producer David Weintraub have actually been pitching this series to multiple networks. So it's not just going to be. I'll watch this. I'm not watching this. I will fuck with this. You said the same thing about Love After Lockup, and it's your new favorite show. I mean it about. I will watch this show because I I feel like I'm not watching. I do mean (laughs) it. I am not like I've I've done the um. What is it um. Flavor of love. Oh, flavor of love is that legendary. Was my shit. And it was uh, great, but I feel like it's a it's a moment in time that can. Well, you know be what's cre- also really recreated. funny is Elder Graham does not tell anyone his age. So there are reports oh that he's God. either listen to this shift of age. Okay, he's either in his fifties or seventies. So do we know how old Drake is? You want to Google it? Um, but it doesn't I'll I'll tell you. How, yeah, yeah, let's Google but how old anyhow. Drake is because that gives us a better idea of maybe he how old he is. He was in the club. So <laughs> yeah, wait. Maybe so, on the younger side. So guys. wait. So where was this? And what club did you see? We Elder were Graham? at <laughs> Bootsy Bellows last okay. week. <laughs> and oh, as as early as last week. So he is in these streets. <laughs> yes. looking. A week and a half ago. When was I? Yeah, last week I think I was in LA. A week and a half ago. And he was just walking by. And I was like, "Hey, isn't that?" <laughs> I know him. Yeah, he had, no, he definitely looked like he had the whole like the whole outfit outfit. what you just yes. described, yes. like the hat and everything. Um, well, Elder Graham is in the club, and he he also was just recently in the club in New York City, and he was flirting with Wendy Williams. No, but wait. So I I just so want I just wanted to make the point is in the club, but I wanted to make the point that this is not just um, the romance aspect because this is what reports are that. They also will be highlighting Graham's over-the-top lifestyle, which oh. includes, to our point that we just made, and Tori made very, very fabulously. <laughs> like, he needs an Instagram. We talked about your dad having I an like Instagram. He- <laughs> like, I, I'm going to go see Wait, does he yeah. have social media? Let me see. As you were supposed to be Googling through. how old I've Rick never is. even heard him speak, though. So I, I don't know, like, what speak. vibes. Maybe he needs to go, like... <laughs> Go like beyond Tokyo Tony's show. Oh, see that would make oh, more he sense. He does to have me. an Instagram. Of course, he it's does. It's called the Real Dennis G, <laughs> <laughs> and he has three hundred and eighty-five thousand followers. Oh, of course, and he, he also does. has an album on iTunes. No, that is R and B. I can't. So, but wait, he's gonna be clubbing. I'm so done with this picture. That hat. I cannot deal with Drake's dad. Like, that hat is, is everything. Goals. Right. That hat is good. He is goals. <laughs> so he's going to be clubbing. 
driving expensive cars. And of course, <laughs> all the fringe benefits of being Drake's um, pops is the way that. I mean, he loves open. a hat. I wonder if he's receding because he had a bucket hat on. This but the picture. crazy thing is, so so there's interest from What's at least What's the age two range networks. of women? That. Uh, is what I want to know. <laughs> well, he if he's between 50 and 70, because Drake is 33. Mm-hmm. However, why I brought Wendy Williams up is because he Wait, also, no, he could he could be a lot younger than that, but he probably isn't. Well, if he's 33. He could be he in could his be, 40s still. He does not look but 40. He's not, if he he's is not, 40, then not. I need to no, like, no, no, drink no, more not. water. He's definitely, <laughs> I am not trying to look like I'm that. I'm just saying could be. He's definitely older than that. Well, he also was in the hey, club. he's turning 40, and he looks like he's <laughs> I 22. Am. I am. Right? Yeah. No, However, comma, um, Elder Elder Graham. Graham. Yes, Graham. Like um, also was in the club, and he was flirting with New York. From love it, and can you imagine <laughs> that her like? Can you imagine if she was on the show? I would she fucking, probably will be. I would. I would watch. She's that. a legend. She is a legend. <laughs> like she is reality TV. Like that. That bitch is. I would watch. She like she has a YouTube channel. If you've not watched it, it's called Breakfast with Tiffany. Yes, I'm not watching. And that. it's so fucking good. She is so fucking on, dramatic. Oh I live for her. She also was just re- interviewed recently that she got a breast reduction. She looks great. She does. Yeah. Why I brought up her and Wendy Williams, it is reported <laughs> on multiple outlets that Elder um, Graham likes a woman with um, more than enough breasts, if you will. <laughs> An ample bosom. An ample bosom. <laughs> so, you know, I'd be really intrigued to see the casting of the show. I will watch this on my sofa. Hopefully it comes on after Love After Lockup mm-hmm. on WeTV mm-hmm. on Fridays at 10 p.m. Uh, I'm here for it. Was that a paid? Uh, no, but if it was, <laughs> I'm kidding. so fucking here for it. Wait, but I'm so intrigued. So, Tori, when you saw him in the club, what was he doing? He was just walking. Like, okay. he literally just walked by. He okay. was by himself when okay. he was walking. Interesting. But I'm like, did you see him with, like, some young... Did he smell no. like Old Spice? I wasn't. There was like somebody in between okay. us, so I didn't get a whiff of him. <laughs> but no, he smells good. You look at that man. You know he's. I, smell I said good. Old Spice because if you're not like Old Spice, age. no, 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 no. like he's, some expensive. I was about shit. to say that he's wearing Tom he's Ford. Rich, bitch. Or he got the iPhone rich. eleven. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in these suits wearing some Tom Ford. Yes, but his clothes are custom. But wait, because you know Drake gives him an allowance. Oh, I'm sure it's alleged. But, but wait, so the crazy thing about this when I was doing my research is that um, recently he was making headlines, which we didn't talk about it because it wasn't on our radar. Mm-hmm. But like basically last month, so this would have been well, actually not last month. This would have been in October at this point because this mm-hmm. was from November. But he actually was claiming that Drake lied about that relationship to sell music. Oh, shit. Saying that they were closer? Yeah. He, yeah. He basically came out and said, I, I was never an absentee father. Oh. So then. But I also think that people have a different definition of absentee yeah. father. Well, no. So this is this is his quote. He said, I have always been with Drake. Oh. And this was on Nick Cannon's radio show. Nick Cannon has a radio show? Yes. Okay. He said, Drake, why are you saying all of this different stuff about me, man? This is not cool. And then he said that Drake said to him, Dad, it sells records. Oh, shit. So then Drake came out and actually followed that up with an IG post where he said, and I quote, woke up today so hurt, man. My father will say anything to anyone that's willing to listen to him. It's sad when family gets like this. But what can we really do? That's the people we are stuck with. Every oh, bar shit. I ever spit was the truth. And the truth is hard for some people to accept. Mm. 
So, I feel like his relationship. I feel like. I feel like. Okay, so you know, Rihanna has a an interesting relationship with her father, yes. where her father was like selling things from yeah, her yeah. childhood mm-hmm. in the back of his trunk mm-hmm. in Barbados. And this is the same type of situation where like I he wasn't like there really. Yeah, I think until that, she got famous mm-hmm. and then he wanted to be there. And I also think like. I think that people just have different definitions of absentee fathers. I think that he probably was there, but he probably wasn't the kind of father. Like, you can't discount Drake's experience, Mm -hmm. right? He can't say, like, I was there. Like, what are you talking about, Drake? Mm -hmm. Like, Aubrey, Mm -hmm. I was there. But, like, ultimately, you may have thought you you were present, but... Aubrey needed more from you. I mean, right. he was on Degrassi in a wheelchair. He needed his dad. Uh-uh. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. But that's actually, that's an interesting point that you make. I love it when you make points like this because... Because I'm a smart-ass bitch. You are. Beautiful and You're smart. I love You're it. You're welcome. You're like the full package. I am. Um, but yeah, yes. no, so like that's a really important <laughs> point that you make because um, maybe in his mind, he wasn't absent. Yeah. Even though he's coming out and saying this, and although the thing is, it's like, well, because I have to wonder if Drake ever would say to him, it sells records. Yeah. Like, that feels super disingenuous. I also Drake to remember that he had a baby and no one knew about it until... <laughs> I didn't even want to speak on it because kids should never be spoken on. So, like, but I just want to recognize, like, you can say, like, you, yeah... Yes, Aubrey. Damn, that's Please another good point. Just sit back in your own, like manage your life before you bring up your. Well, life. no, I think he's in that kid's life now, but he's only in that kid's life because of Pusha T. It, and Pusha. we will leave it there. <laughs> we will leave it there. Well, and- blessed it be Pusha T. <laughs> well, if you're in Nashville, I really want to say uh, I apologize for the white trash that uh-uh. came upon you um, on Broadway. Come that person being Kid Rock. So Kid Rock decided to get drunk and completely just live his best white trash Can life. Can we talk about how this was actually, this happened at his own bar that he owns. He owns a bar. In- he owns a well, bar wait, called you- Honky Tonk. Oh, uh-huh. really? Have you ever been to Nashville? No. Okay. First of all, go to Nashville. It's Please fucking do. amazing. Yes. It is. Amazing food. When you do go, there's this really cool hip hop um, bar that you would never think. Mm-hmm. It's like a lounge bar in Nashville. Such good drinks. Really cool vibes. It's a lot more diverse. However, okay. in like, however, Broadway is their like bourbon. Okay. In, yeah. Na- in Nashville. Yeah. So it's like Vegas. Broadway is like super white, super country, super just trash people. I mean, the bar is called Honky Tonk. <laughs> Did you just say trash people? Yeah. <laughs> people are trashed and they're people. Well, we actually walked by oh, this trashed. place. I did not know. We walked by that place. We took a picture out front of it and you were like, I'm not going in there. Remember? On, Wait, on that's Broadway. the place? Yes. That's Honky Tonky? Yes. I cannot even. So I didn't know he I refused to go in there. I did. Um, that's there was Why a, did it look really It looked uninviting to white. people really? who had melanin in their yeah. skin. <laughs> or had a switch on their hips. Just both, saying. Both of those things. Well, Kid Rock <laughs> doesn't have either of those. And he was on stage and he decided to just go on a, a drunk rant of which included some. Here are some snippets. He decided to say mm. that fuck Oprah. <laughs> Where Along, did, this is just random. Just yes. he got on stage, got the mic, was completely intoxicated. Um, and he Hashtag said, unpopular Fuck opinion. Oprah. <laughs> then he said um, that he also went on to lay in t- repeatedly on Joy Behar, Kathy Lee Gifford. He also said that, if you don't remember, he called Joy a bitch on TV last year. Yes, he did. Kid Rock also described that even though he said, fuck Oprah, he's not a racist. 
However, some of the people in the crowd disagreed, so booing him. Of which Does then, he not know how white people, especially, specifically, how white women feel about Oprah? You can't just be getting up on stage and Oprah even in a white space. But he brought that whole Oprah. race thing and he just <laughs> said that himself. Well, yes. no, apparently people, from what I read, people in the audience were calling him out. And saying that he was racist. Oh, and then that's where he mentioned that yes. he was not. I, not only that, because um, he made that a because he he didn't just talk about Oprah. He talked about Joy Behar. Mm-hmm. He talked about um, Kathy Lee Gifford. Yes, which if, I said. If mm-hmm. if you are not you know tracking, you know this is not just a race issue. This is also a, a gender. gender issue. Um, and the one thing that he said that I saw everywhere was, I'm like, Oprah Winfrey or Jay, Joy Behar, they can suck a dick sideways. Oh, bitch, suck so can I. Side- <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Kim Rock, you clearly have not had your dick suck sideways because that is not something you want to put upon someone. That's something you want to put upon yourself. He said, fuck Oprah Winfrey and fuck Kathy Lee Gifford. <laughs> I just want to also recognize, and this is what my, this is probably be my <laughs> biggest thing with Kid Rock. When Kid Rock was most famous and he had videos on TRL, he also had a, a little person as a part of his crew. I remember that. In which he was kind of exploiting. No, I and do he remember was that. Almost making fun of. I so totally remember that. Someone that can say he's not racist, you also were very insensitive. So, um, Kid Rock, first of all, your name is Kid Rock. Like, that's a problem, first and foremost. Secondly, you're trash. So I hope that you really enjoy compost because that's what you deserve to eat nah, the rest of your life. Nah. <laughs> and then lastly, and the um, last thing I'll say is that Kid Rock just loves controversy. So Kid Rock, he, he is a big Trump supporter. He is. So anytime that a Trump supporter comes out in these streets and says that I'm a Trump supporter and then you go on stage and say, fuck Oprah, you're ultimately going to be labeled as a racist because that mm-hmm. is the that is literally the platform on which Trump has built his whole legacy on around, you know, um, minimizing everyone that was not rich yeah. or white or white while and also saying I'm not an elitist or a racist, which is so fucking so rock. I hope you love compost. I hope you love pie. Cause I will make you a pie. If you ever watched, um, the help. It'll I was about to say, yes, the help pie. Yeah. Shit pie. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Kid Rock. I'm so over him. And I really I just hope, think it's so funny. I hope that he, I hope that he uses really bad, hair um shampoo and it makes his hair frizzy but you know what they say about people <laughs> when they're because by all accounts he was fall down shit face blackout drunk like I this is didn't know kid rock was even like <laughs> relevant right and yeah. you know why he's Still. managed to stay in the headlines is with political shit like this yep because he's a Trump supporter, because he says controversial things, the only time you'll ever even see his name in a headline is with shit like this. Not about his music, which I have no idea what he's doing with music yeah. these days. Um, but I feel like what's revealed in part of his statement is a vulnerability because he went on to say, I'm not the bad guy in this equation. He said, I'm the fuck guy you want. Like, hey, he's pretty cool. Okay. Why? When people say, like, very, like... Hmm. I'm like, the fuck guy. Yeah, shit like <laughs> shit like what he just said. They always try uh-huh. to like justify it by and then like ending it with shit like that. Like right. I'm not the bad guy. Like uh-huh. if you're not the bad guy, you don't have to fucking say you're the bad you're Thank not the you. bad guy. Ding, like, ding 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 ding. <laughs> uh, I don't And that's why I'm saying where it's like the fact that he needed to qualify what he had said earlier with this statement says everything that 
I need to hear about his statement, which is that um, he knows that he's wrong. Oprah's probably fucking laughing while counting her money. That's the other <laughs> like, thing. Like, Oprah probably about, doesn't she on give... She's on her own Yeah, she does not give two fucks about Hello. Kid Rock. Oprah's going to live to be like 120 probably. Because <laughs> she, yes. she probably is like doing some test thing that's happening right now around yes. extending your life because yes, exactly. she's a billionaire. <laughs> so like she's taking vitamins every day that is making her live her best life. You know what, Kid oh Rock? Oh my gosh, I can't. Anyone that's in Nashville, please do not support oh, uh, wait, Honky Tonk. But wait, one last thing. But like this. if you supported a business called Honky Tonk on your own <laughs> without knowing it was him, I'm definitely judging. Yeah. <laughs> See, that makes me feel so good about the fact that I was like, I'm not going there. <laughs> so well, the last thing I'll say about this is that because people were the media, I won't say people, the media was confused because they're like, OK, this feels random. We know you don't like Oprah, but like, why don't you like Oprah? Because yeah. everybody likes Oprah. This is what this motherfucker said. He said, my people tried to get me to do the Oprah Winfrey show years ago. This must have been many fucking years ago. Mm-hmm. This is probably like back when he was still doing hip hop. Yeah. I use air quotes, hip hop. <laughs> um, and again, this was years ago. And her people wanted me to write down five reasons why I loved her and her show. Girl. And he tweeted this and he said, I said, fuck that and her end of story. So, you know what? In my mind, what this says to me is that what one of the things or one of the um, types of people that Kid Rock has a problem with is women who have power Mm -hmm. or who have a platform. So racism, we can say that he said some other things in the past that have been at least borderline racist, but even more importantly, there's a misogyny here that's happening that is quite alarming. And it's like, Kid Rock, get with the times. It is 2019. If you don't get with the times, they're going to pass you by. Ugh, rock is trash. <laughs> well, we're going to move into Shuffle and Repeat. We have some jams to be in your yes. ear and your newest playlist. The Ray. first one's mine. It's Heartless by The Weeknd. <laughs> I've never been a Weeknd fan. What? I low-key. I low-key. And the reason why I have not been a Weeknd fan, because uh-huh. I feel like his music, I, and this is probably controversial, I feel like his music controversial is Controversial or unpopular opinion. That is on either. I mean, who knows? <laughs> what did you say the other day? You're like, oh, it's polarizing. Yeah, I love lots that. of things are polarizing. Well, this music is polarizing. <laughs> um, I just feel like it's like you have to be high, drunk, on acid, like something to really enjoy. I to was me, sober and I loved his new song. I was song. about to say that is really shady. Heartless? <laughs> yes. See, I, I give just, you controversial. The reason, why I don't, the reason why I don't, I'm really, so I feel like this is also polarizing. Yes, let's hear uh, it. I really feel like The Weeknd has turned into the male version of Taylor Swift where he has a relationship and he writes oh. about it. <laughs> and like, I don't need to know about your relationship with Tori Selena agrees. or your relationship <laughs> with Gigi or your relationship with drugs. Like, I don't need to know all of that. Wait, like, he was with Selena Gomez at one Yeah, time, and he has he? a song called, he trademarked a song called Just Like Selena. But how old is he and how old is she? I don't know. I digress. So you liked the song, Tori. <laughs> I did. And oh, I would be, that would be the worst thing anybody would ever say to me is referring to me as Taylor Swift, for one. <laughs> Talk about an insult. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I just don't, I, I don't know. Like, for me, so some of the, the lyrics that really made me feel, ooh, Mm-hmm. Is I've been running through the pussy, need a dog pound, hundred models getting <laughs> faded in the compound. Oh. I'm all for creative license. <laughs> and I think that that's really great. However, comma, when you're reducing women to derogatory sexual terms, I find it a little ner- like 
controversial. Okay. All right. Okay. However, I also know that he, you know, has addressed comments in his stories and in his other songs about all the people he's been in love with. Uh-huh. Well, Gigi is not here for it. Oh, she Hadid. Posted, uh-huh. Okay. She posted on her Instagram a screenshot of Tame Impala song, The Less I Know, The Better, um, which basically implies that she is not here for his <laughs> lyrics. They're still together, right? I don't Are know. They? I, 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 don't know. I found conflicting... Um, polarizing reports. Oh God! I'm gonna use that. That's the word are. of the week. Is that the me. word of the week? Polarizing. I don't know. I just ultimately <laughs> think that like I'm not. I never like another lyric. He said, "I never, never need a bitch. I am what a bitch needs." Okay. Like it just feels like I don't know. I have lots of questions, and the only weekend I'm here for is Scissors. The only weekend I'm here is no for shade. the one that starts on Friday. Period. Afternoon, five PM. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Tori, so what did you? What do you like about the new song? It sounds like old weekend music. I can no, agree there. I like it. Does. it. I yeah. can agree there that like it yeah. does sound like his fr- before he became this. Uh, what was the song? The movie that uh, that was like the sex movie for the white women the that were in the book. Shades. Yeah, like oh, that's where yeah. he became really yeah, popular. Yeah. So it sounds yeah. like the weekend before that, where yes. like it was much more like genre versus that's hilarious. pop. That's where middle aged white women knew who we, the weekend was. Uh. <laughs> well, they were here for it. They wanted to get lock- They wanted to get love at the lockup, bitch. <laughs> No. I mean, for me, I'm not into it. I've never been into the weekend. I kind of, I, I, I put hated it, but I didn't really hate it. It was just kind of like, mm, okay, it sounds like a weekend song. Um, for me, I'm not, and this is not meant to be a judgment, but I'm not into the songs that are like very like. I do drugs and it's great and I fuck bitches and that's great too. And like, I'm just having all this fun. Like I want to hear more about like the shit that's not, um, cause I do think he's talented. Life. I do no, want to, I don't want to discount. Like, even though we may not like check for the weekend, but if he's on a playlist, I won't mm-hmm. skip the song. I'll like, if it's a good song, I'll listen to it. However, I do. I, I would love to hear him like really unpack his talent versus just like, yeah. Some of his content just isn't. It feels to me, it feels more like surface, which is like, that's fine too, because it's like, there's a place for surface music. Like, even Beyonce puts out music that's like surface. Oh, move forever. Okay, bitch. Move forever. Cut your pearls. Move forever to surface. Oh, do your own laundry tonight. I am not here for that. (laughs) She's like, I'm great. I'm so unbothered. And it's like, but you know, we're all bothered by certain things. I won't even speak on Beyonce. (laughs) I won't speak ill of that queen. No, me either. Beyonce is legend. Listen, I love Beyonce, but I have to speak truth to power. Okay. I have to be honest about certain things. You're doing too much. Coming after you, (laughs) just know that. But heartless is a new single. I would assume that this means that um, he has an album coming. He's got an album that's going to probably come out next year. They said early 2020. Um, And the one thing that I can say about the weekend, regardless of how I personally feel about the music, he is definitely one of the biggest artists of our time. And I think that we are going to see that continue, especially because streaming is so big now Mm -hmm. that we're going to see some like explosive streaming numbers on this. And I'm actually eager to see i'm really excited that he is i I also just although again i'm just like Issa ray i'm running for everyone that's of color not just black but Mm -hmm. of color because music can be very white i'm really intrigued by that too because he's he's not he's not white no Um, he's african isn't he yes Um, but like from the northern part so i'm i you know i'm rooting for anyone you know breaking (laughs) records that are of not that are not white 
because okay. white people are trash. Um, listen, from a white person. Listen, you are white. That's not true. <laughs> but like white people can be trash. There are plenty of great white people out here. There are. Speaking of great white people, the next <laughs> yes. artist. So Say Grace is an artist that she, her name was Grace yes. prior. She has a new EP, EP coming out called The Defining Moments of Say Grace. Oh, I didn't even know Girlhood, fuckboys, and situationships. You did more basically research than I did. Is basically 2020. Go back. What's it called? Defining what? De- the Defining Moments I'm of Say notes. Grace. Okay. Colon. Okay. Say Grace is all in caps, I think. Too. Uh-huh. Okay. Girlhood, fuckboys, and situationships. So yes. Grace, she's white. First she of is all. white. <laughs> she is kind of like this throwback vibe on her first album. Oh, you alluded album. to that already. Diddy um, was involved in her first mm-hmm. album. P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, whoever mm-hmm. you call it. Sean John, whatever you call him <laughs> these days. Um, well, her new album, EP, it's coming out. It's yes. definitely a departure from what you know her as. She uh-huh. said she reached a point where she was like, this is my life and I have to control. Say Grace was a way of doing that. She said, I wanted to do a fresh start in a new chapter. And this new song, um, it definitely is launching her into this R&B vibe. Where her first album was R&B, but it was R&B pop. And it Not, was more of a throwback vibe because yes. of her voice. Her, she's very much in a blue-eyed soul space. Um, which, but it's blue eyed soul that's done in my opinion, in a way that is first of all, executed almost flawlessly. And second of all, it's executed in a way that feels authentic. Whereas you can't say that for every um, body who's in that particular space. Like I said, some white people are trash. (laughs) So I agree with you where it's like, she did have that throwback thing. She did that song. Um, you don't own me. She did a remake of Mm -hmm. that with Quincy Jones, which is actually a really good remake. A lot of people might know her because she had a song with G-Eazy. Yes. Which was very popular, and I can't remember what it was called. But she did a song with him. But I am so totally looking forward to this. This new era is the shit. I'm here for it. The other song, what was it? Boys Ain't Shit. These Boys Ain't Shit. That was my shit. Still is. And then Doing Too Much, the new song. I like that, too. I'm waiting and for this And she is EP. saying that I'm this excited. is a trilogy. So the first song was Boys Ain't Shit. These mm-hmm. Boys Ain't Shit was mm-hmm. the first one. Mm-hmm. Then it's Doing Too Much, which okay. is basically it should be Ray's Instagram bio because he's always doing too much. Uh, and then thirdly, I feel attacked. <laughs> her third Tringle will come out. I'm here for it. I feel like it's cute. I feel like yeah. she has departed she has departed from this like young girl. She's like of age, drunk. I'm here for her, Mm-mm. and she's doing the most. <laughs> I'm here for. Sorry, it. what did you I'm, think of this song? I liked the song. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Yes, yes, I please. Was having a Kiki Palmer moment. Uh, like, <laughs> Kiki Palmer. I'm, I'm, you know like, what? Like, the gag sorry, is, sorry to this woman. Sorry to this woman, but I don't, I don't know. know her. I don't yes. know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the gag is many people don't. So I'm here for that. But I did like the song. It does sound like music that I would listen yeah, to. Yeah, I love that. See, and I like that. So I'm definitely looking forward to more music. I I absolutely love that you said that. That's so funny. <laughs> said, I had a Kiki Palmer moment. I was like, okay, where is she going? With I knew. I mean, I was like, oh, I'm here for this Sorry story. To I'm this here for woman. this. If I saw this woman walking down the street, I would know Right. All right. Another so, artist you may not know. Yes. Another, <laughs> another white person. Another blue-eyed soul person, Jacob Collier. But the new song is featuring Daniel Caesar, yes. which is someone that we like, even though we had a little hiccup with him where he said some things that we didn't Problematic. Yeah. like. Um, but you know what? He's really fucking talented. And we went to see his show when it was, it was here. So and it was good amazing. live. It was so good. Um, but this it new was. song by Jacob Collier is called Time Alone With You. It's another good song. Like I said, blue-eyed soul. 
whole. He's it from gives Northern me, London, and it, um, Jacob it, is. And it gives me, and the funny thing about Grace is that she's Australian. Neither of them are oh, American. Oh, I didn't know that she was Australian. Australian. I thought she was American. Yes, I digress. So, um, love it. It gives me a D'Angelo vibe. There's a section um, like towards the end of the song where the tone of the song shifts a little bit. And I have to say that I'm... Jacob Collier is not someone I checked for before this, but now I'm like, okay, he's a little bit more on my yeah. radar. I know you, um, Jay he said that he song with he Jojo. Song with JoJo. JoJo is like, okay. Uh, another blue eye. I just want to like step back for a moment and celebrate JoJo. <laughs> JoJo, Joanna is like one of my favorite Joanna. people in life. Um, and I just feel like super connected to her because I met, like I met her when she was 15 and she was doing mall tours and I was working at Wet Seal, <laughs> rest in peace, Wet Seal. And we just had this. Wait, connection. did you meet her at the Wet Seal? Yeah. She walked in and we were playing her song and she said, hi. And I was said, she hi. buying things? From no, the because she was before long story short, <laughs> I was here for it. Okay. And she, Jacob did a song with, with Jojo on his last, cause this, this song is going to be on his third volume of this 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 trilogy of music uh-huh. um and you know he has actually he earned multiple grammy nods which i didn't realize Me that he earned nom for his first two lps i don't know so this time alone with you i, I love that you said it bring dan d'angelo vibes because mm-hmm. it definitely gave me d'angelo like mm-hmm. old school d'angelo not yes. the last album yes. um and i love like the whole like like it was almost like layered vocals and live instrumentation feel. Yes. So I'm mm-hmm. here for it. And I think that it's really great that he started off as a YouTube um, person. That's how everyone in 2012. Off these days. Right. Bitch, let That's me get on YouTube. At, right? <laughs> let me exactly. get on YouTube and get these vocals ready. I'm, <laughs> okay, listen, I'm going to need background singers. Slide in my DMs at underscore J said if you're interested. Do you I'm not want a me to sing? Did you hear my singing? I think that would be good. You and Tori could be background singers. It would be legendary. This is Tori. I mean, <laughs> Casey. I always. I don't know why I just said that. Anyway, clearly I've been drinking. I apologize. He's been drinking. He's been drinking. Uh, but I'm here for it. The next song that I'm also here for. We're all. We're all into these. Like this week, we feel like we're doing a lot of artists that are not commercially um, known outside of the weekend. Don Richard. She was um in Danity Kane. Mm-hmm. And Don Richard is she's the black one. It's the black one. She's known as Dawn now. <laughs> she I've, looks really different because she, oh my she God, had. I did not recognize her. So different. She had the doctor slice and dice her face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for the song called A Papi. Mm-hmm. You know, I also just want to celebrate that her last album, New Breed, was, it was like good. it still is my shit. It was that good. album was heavily influenced by New Orleans, which is if you've never been to New Orleans, it's my favorite city in the United States. Go, so much culture. So much just music, and she clearly brought that to life on her last album. Mm-hmm. This new song, A Papi, um, it really is celebrating um, Latin pop. And I feel like Latin pop, well, a little bit of R&B, just because I feel like her voice lends itself to that genre. She said that the series of email, uh, singles rather start this new era. She said that New Breed was the introduction to her roots, and this era of dives into each and every cultural influence specifically highlighting all the pop influences I've experienced with my cultural flair. Okay. So these, this track particularly leans into that. She worked with um, Track Girl, who has worked with Omarion. Omarion is through this episode. He okay. is like the root. He is the backbone of this episode. She feels like this song, A Poppy or I Poppy, is pop. 
She said that. I'm not getting that. When I listen to it. <laughs> I'm here for it. You know, I didn't. It, I mean, I'm I liked for it. it but the pro- it's not her hot. production for being an independent artist, her production her is always good. really good. No, I agree. I agree. So, did you like the song? I like the song. Did Actually, you, did you see the visual? I did not. She gave us body. But I do like the song. She made me want to go to the gym, and I hate the fucking gym. <laughs> I feel like Dawn is one of those artists where it's like she should be more well-known, um, if not popular, outside of Danity Kane because yeah. she does consistently put out good work. Um, but I'm not getting pop from this. This is just more like very contemporary R&B Hi, to me. Almost trap, but not quite. Um, but Tori, what did you think of the track? Um I honestly liked all of the music yeah. that you guys sent me. Oh, I love it. I love very... that. Yeah, because we didn't ask you about Jacob Collier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we totally, no, we totally no, did. No, I really did. I enjoy all, yeah. I enjoyed all of the songs. Yeah. You know, I, we're just ultimately trying to just let people know that good music is out there. Outside oh, of fucking trash ass Yeah, yeah but see, that's, I think people know good music is out there. The thing is, there's so much. So music much. Out there. And it's hard to keep track. Yeah. Everybody kind of starts to sound the same sometimes. Thank you. Like, it's very true. Especially that moody sound. Yeah. I mean? That everybody's into right the emotional now. Yes. That R&B. Right yes. Now. That trap yeah. MB kind of like. It's like alternative yes. R&B type And you're thing. like, wait, am I listening to the same song like an hour later? Because yeah. everybody sounds Seriously. the same. Ray says that to me all the time because I have a playlist I and I, I update it. And he's like, this all sounds like the same artist. I'm like, fuck you. And. <laughs> And the underwear you're wearing. But it's actually right. true, so that's fine. <laughs> you're welcome. All right, so that is Shuffle and Repeat this week. So we're going to move on to what happened was. And the story that we What's have the story this week? This week is apparently a family, and this was, I believe, in Africa. South Africa, to Ooh. be specific. They actually confronted the staff at an insurance company with a body of their loved one after the firm refused like to pay they brought the body out. to them? They brought the dead body into the insurance company. How did company they carry this body into this? To prove that he was dead. From the video and the pictures that I saw, he was like in something that kind of looked like a tarp. No. Uh-uh. They had him wrapped no. up. So, and... What was Lord- the cause of death? <laughs> <laughs> Lord forgive me because I'm gonna butcher this, but um, in Tumbinle, M Longo sounds good to me, and Tandaza, oh, let's keep going, M (laughs) Tashali, oh, were filmed, and this is what I saw taking the body of their uncle, Safiso Justice M Longo, into a branch of Old Mutual somewhere in KwaZulu Natal Province, South Africa. I want to listen to the gift after this story. And this is after their claim on a funeral plan was delayed. So Miss Emlongo said that the claim for 1700 I think that's pounds, so that's uh-huh. probably like somewhere around like $3,000, yeah. had been delayed for nine days because of problems <laughs> over the paperwork, meaning important tribal rights for their My uncle, young. who died at the age of just 46, could not be performed. She said, we kept going back and we kept going back but they kept stonewalling and we were angry, frustrated, and just wanted to make sure we could properly prepare and bury him. We thought if the documents do not give them enough answers, then maybe the body will. Wait. So they, you know what? (laughs) I don't even That's proof of purchase. She (laughs) said, listen, (laughs) you asked for proof of purchase. I gave you a body. Like, they brought him in an Ikea bag? Not only did they take the body... (laughs) 
Okay. Not bag? only did they take the body inside the bank, but they oh. laid it out no! on the floor. Oh my gosh. Witnesses explained how horrified the staff was as they watched the pair take the body inside, Ooh. having driven it to the branch from the morgue. Our oh where staff cooperated with the scheme. So what was the outcome? You must have been really, really fucking mad to <laughs> like, do some shit like, like that. Like so mad. Which I get it, but like <laughs> Oh my God. At that point I would have just like, here, take all all the money. <laughs> take it all. Placing the corpse on the floor, the women handed over paperwork for the man's life insurance claim, <sighs> along with his ID. And Did they get their money? I don't know. I, I don't so. know what happened after I, all of I this. I was trying to. Uh, that. I mean. I would hope so. I hope so. I mean, to your point, Tori, like they had to be at what the end of their the rope. I mean, like, that is though. Like, well, can you he imagine would, he had going, been involved. I'm sure. So yeah, it wouldn't have smelled. But, but like, a time of grieving is a time of grieving. It so, is. Like, and that, but I mean, oh. that gives you an idea of the fact that um, just for for them, because they are coming from a tribe, obviously, from what I just read, like these rituals and the things that they need to do are so important to them yeah. that they're like, we can't have you just delaying our mm. shit because you're stonewalling. Yeah. And it's like, we've paid mm. into this because you have to pay into insurance. Yeah. And now you don't want to pay out. So you know what? Wow. We are going to pull up. Pull up. We're going to pull, pull up all the, the way up. with 511 girls. <laughs> That's what gonna, they did. We're going to pull up with proof that our oh my uncle God. has passed. That is so crazy. That is that yeah. is commitment because I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I don't know I don't if I'd know have if, the stomach for it. The stomach, but also I don't know if I would Seriously. have. I don't know if I would have just the 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 emotional capacity yeah. to like be, like to your point Tori like grieving is really it's it's an important part of like when someone passes away so mm-hmm. your like this will forever be known as a part of your grieving passage is that you had to take your uncle to the inch like right I, I I I can't I can't grab my mind around it I can't and I hope and I pray that they were able to get what they needed because that. Yeah, that's like a traumatizing. Not on both for ends. everyone. Yeah, yeah like. for everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so well, bless I mean, them and bless the. Hopefully, they were able to perform their rituals of which they're you know they they were trying to achieve. And, and Dean, the interesting thing is that when I first saw this and I saw oh that they were God. black people, I thought they were African Americans. And it's like then I read more. I was like, okay, that makes more sense because I can't see like. You know, your aunt, like whoever, like taking the dead body into like an American Points life insurance company. Points needed to be company. proven and they said, give me my fucking money. They did. Like I'm not going to be around with you And no you know more. what? I'm going to actually research that after this to see like if they got their fucking money because they clearly deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the last thing we have for you today. Word of the week. Is the word of the week. So um, I am going to pull another word from the actual episode because I like to do that more than like introducing and a Those word. of you that are new to the episode, this word of the week is because Ray likes to use $20 <laughs> words. Is it polarizing? Yeah, <laughs> I know. And it's like Ray says things that I'm just like, I don't even know. So what is the word? So the while week? I'm not going to do polarizing, which I consider because you said it so many times. You're um, welcome. The word that I'm going to use is one that actually may not seem that like tricky to people, but I'm going to use it anyway. It is demonstrable. I would never use that word in a Okay, sentence. great. <laughs> so demonstrable. D as in David, E as in Edward, M as in Mary, O, N as in Nancy, S as in Sam, 
T is in Tom, R A is in Apple, B is in Boy, L E is in Edward. Demonstrable. It means clearly capable of being logically proved. Clearly capable of being. Yes. Anything that Kid Rock does is demonstrable. <laughs> Right? No, no, because you can't prove anything that he does because he could do things that, you know. Oh, Marion is d- in these streets letting them know that April is demonstrable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say still an ant no on that. Never no, fucking use no, but, word so, in sentences. <laughs> but, I, but I did use it. And now I can't remember how I use it, but I it, love- was, it was something to do with one of the stories that I said where there was something that was demonstrable based on what they did. But, okay, no, 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 I have it. So, Omarion is a demonstrable shade queen based off of his announcement. Yeah. Based off of his announcement about the Millennium 2020 tour. So, the goal is everyone uses this in an email, a DM, (laughs) or a tweet. Yes. Be demonstrable. He's a demonstrable shade queen because that was epic. And the thing I forgot to mention earlier was that Omarion is a Scorpio. Oh, I fucking love Scorpios. You know, I'm a Scorpio all day. I'm a Scorpio Leo Libra. You're welcome. So that's where it comes from. Actually, no, I'm a Scorpio. What am I? Scorpio Leo. You know, I don't know. Pisces. (laughs) I know the first one. Well, here we are at the end of the episode. We want to thank Tori for coming to our show. You are a great guest. In our dining room, living our best life. So much fun. With this Um, wonderful winter drink. Oh, I'm here for that. I know we didn't even mention the winter drink. Oh, yeah. Tell them your winter drink, babe. Winter drink is whatever your base spirit is. It Mm -hmm. doesn't fucking matter what the base spirit is. It's still going to be good. You do that. You do some um, sparkling, um, Mm -hmm. not no club soda, not sparkling water, but club soda. You do ginger beer. Uh You do. um, uh, um, Uh Oh, my gosh. I've had so much to drink. Apple Apple cider. cider. Tori's like. Apple cider. <laughs> She's yeah, really yeah, that. helping us. Okay, okay. So I'm going to go back. So it's your base spirit. Uh-huh. A double uh-huh. shot yes. better, but even a single double. shot will work. Double, double, double. <laughs> with some club soda. Yes. With some uh, apple cider. Apple cider mm-hmm. And then with some ginger beer or ginger ale will also do. And it when will. I tell you it is a moment, it uh, will have you. It's a moment like this, Kelly in Clarkson. A space. It is. <laughs> well, we want to thank Tori for visiting our yes. show. Um, before we exit stage left, we want to ask you. Tori, to share all your Instagram handles and all the things you have coming up so that our listeners can get in these streets with you, Tori. Yes. Yes. Okay, here we go. So my Instagram is Tori Baby, uh, T-Zero-R-I-B-A-B-Y-Y. Same thing for... My Twitter. Yes. And what your, your website. What's My your website? My website is... Prints are on sale. They are this yes. weekend. Um, com, And cool events I have coming up. Um, I'm helping out with an event with Laidback Allure. Oh, um, yeah. Um... On You're doing December a live 5th. a live painting, I am. right? My yeah. first one. So cool. I'm a little nervous. Don't I'm not be nervous. I'm excited for that. Thank for you. you. Don't yes. be nervous. Um, You're you're yeah. amazing. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and the proceeds are going back to Seattle athletic programs. Oh, nice. so, amazing. Yeah, they've been great. Um, so I have that coming up, and then that's kind of the only event that I have coming okay. up. I love moving that. Forward. Yeah, in the next like. Couple Mother's and then keep well. your ears to the street for the yes. feels. Feels. feels because we will let you know. S E A. Yes. Uh, it's we'll a moment, right? It. That's the Instagram yes. handle. The it's a moment. S-E-A. The fields S E A. It is a moment. It is just. It's amazing. So please sure to yes. 
follow and support that as well. So that's our week. It is. This was so much fun. Everybody, please remember, do all the things. Go out, find us, tell a friend to tell a friend. And my birthday is coming up. And guess what, bitch? It's your birthday month. Oh, my God, it is. Oh, my God, as of today. Yes. December. Yeah, it's your birthday month. And I'm going to live it up this month. Oh, tell me about it. It Okay, my 40th birth month is a big fucking deal. Girl. I told my husband that he's not ready, and that's okay. All I we'll know is I it. will have the hangover cure ready for you. <laughs> Tori, I'll tell you about it when we get off air. Okay. All right. And we also that. have Shuffle and Repeat coming up again. That's not going to be till January. Keep your but ears keep to your the street. We'll, we'll have an announcement you know. soon. For sure. So, right, Tori, thank you so much for coming. Thanks yes, for thank you. Me. Oh, my God. It was Bye. amazing. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>